the Dode Fox Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dode Fox Podcast. I'm Paul, he's Ronnie, and when your team plays like we just played, football sucks. Our thanks to Andy Webster for being our guest last week. Great to hear his take on his season at United, plus the stories of Sam June running. Not getting above your station, and the wise words said after that night at Ibrox. Join the conversation on our socials. We are at Dode Fox Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Coming up on this week's episode, Aberdeen Review, Rangers Preview, Fans Are Back, Women's Team, Rumour Mill, Lottery, Loan Report, Games of Goals, and On This Day with the Arab Archive. It's all coming up on episode 106 of the Dude Fox Podcast. Hi, I'm Ryan Gold. You're listening to the Dude Fox Podcast. So welcome back to the award-winning Dude Fox Podcast. Before we... Look back on today's match that ended a mere 30 minutes ago. It was another Saturday without football and yet again, we had to entertain ourselves. What'd you go up to? I was uh, spending my time listening to Kyle Faulkner's new album and then when I'd finished listening to that for about the seventh time, uh, I watched uh, Dundee and Mungan. Um, you obviously, you've watched, yeah. you've watched that game, you've watched the game the day. I'm pretty mm. sure Ref Watch is going to need to come in at some point because just touching on a wee bit of the game I saw yesterday as well, and I'm not going to go at Dundee or St. Man or anything, but my word, the officiating in Scottish football right now, it's not the best, is it? No, it's, it's poor. It's, I mean, there's fouls that are getting given and the fouls, there are boys getting booked for nothing, there's boys getting away with things that should be getting booked. It's, it's uh, the twilight zone just now. With regards to official them in Scotland, mm, no, no, the best at all. Uh, it was a pretty relaxing Saturday down my way. Never really done much at all. It was class. Uh, Doggy birthday. Dog's birthday. Dog was one. So it was. Uh, it was. Perry. Perry. Oh well, party for three. It was just a three. Were, but she did get <laughs> take took her grannies, uh, and I was left to then fend for myself between the hours of quarter to three and five o'clock so I was flicking between games seeing what was going on but I did generally end up watching the Dundee match because uh-huh. it was it, end to end it wasn't too bad uh, it was, it, listen it wasn't a great but it wasn't a shite if you get what I mean it was kind of somewhere uh-huh. and the referee performance was just hilarious so that, that was, was yesterday Doak was one all good uh, didn't stop reading shite the day when we were out for a walk. That I mean, that's that has been an incredible weekend for her. I mean, what a celebration! I'm one year old. <laughs> I'm now what I eat shite. Talking of shite, <laughs> seamless. <laughs> uh, right. So we mentioned it last week in the wee preview that we did. Playing Aberdeen, know the best of games last year, and we had a real one-off in the Scottish Cup. That at the time we were saying, where's this performance been our season? And at the same time thinking, that could be a real one-off. And yeah. we're going to face a new look, Aberdeen. Stephen Glass is now feet are under the table as such. He obviously had some games at the end of the season. He's brought in some players uh, and they, they, they have made changes. Again, they're playing the boy McCrory, centre-half, which... Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Uh, I couldn't believe, <laughs> couldn't believe what we're seeing there. And uh, a man that you clearly love to hate, not just Scott Brown, but Lewis Ferguson, because mm-hmm. I think we're a bunch of wee assholes in the middle of the park. But uh, the team's come out the day. 
It was very much uh, an experience side. You would you would have to say it was in there. There was obviously doubt over uh, Jean de Fuchs, so he only made the bench. Flo Hote, I think, was injured as well. Uh, those were the two. Um, quite a young bench, I have to say. Nice striker on the bench because the two were on the park uh, as it was. You seen the team just before two o'clock? What were you thinking? I wasn't overly impressed as. Uh as you talked me off that ledge earlier when you when we were discussing it. Uh, it was it was just harking back to the teams that went out last season, uh, the lineup certainly, and then when the game got underway, Christ, it was like we were back last season, the way that we had set up. Again, very, very defensively, uh, absolutely no creative spark on, on the park. I'm not sure... I'm, I'm not sure what the manager's plan or thinking was behind how we were going to create any chances with that lineup. Uh, even if you had to put in Logan, then at least you're like, okay, he's, he's maybe relying heavily on him, but there's there's something there that, that could maybe create an opening. Uh, and then the start of the game, Christ, we, we barely got a touch for the first, I don't know, 25 minutes or something. It was just abysmal. Um, can I just say before we get really into it, not just because you're wearing that, but that away tarp looks resplendent right now. That's a bonny looking tarp, is it? I could do with a wee bit more black or dark grey on it, but it's, it's decent. It's not too bad. That's yeah, nice, isn't it? It's nice. I mean, at the end of the day, you could have played the day, nobody would have noticed. Nobody um, would have noticed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, listen, uh, Aberdeen, plenty of the ball, looked quite sure in possession. Wasn't really chance after chance for either team, I have to say, but the more they had the ball, the deeper we were getting them, and it was a case of, right, they can have the ball, we're no panicked. I'm pretty sure I only counted Benji had one save. I think Joe Lewis only had one save that he didn't really need to make either. But you can't be 1-0 down before you finally start to do something, because I thought once they'd scored, it seemed to be a wee kick up the arse. No enough, I have to say. And for the last maybe 10 minutes of the half... Uh, we were getting a wee bit more joy. Are you in the camp that Hearts should have scored? Mm-hmm. Or very much so. Very mu- well, I'm not sure. I thought the cross was maybe a bit too quick for him, but I would have had probably a lot many more players in his place than him. But it would have made such a difference because it was just so lethargic in the first half. We were just sort of pondering through things. The referee was blowing his whistle any time he could. And... Oh. Yeah, no, uh, like I know that Benji's no been overly worked, but we kind of hide behind that sort of stat. You, no. I don't like, know, as we're recording this, we've not heard what the manager's post-match comments are, but I hope he doesn't come out and say, oh, well, and it was, we were only one behind at halftime. It didn't really create much. Right, okay, stat-wise, maybe no, but my eyes were on the lion when I was watching that game and they were telling me that United couldn't get near the bar. Aberdeen probably not even out of second gear were just dictating the whole the whole pace of the game we sat off them it reminded me of when we went to Parkhead just after New Year when we just sat off and sat off and sat off and amazingly their goal their first goal which at the time I thought was offside but having looked at it again it wasn't offside because the defence is all over the place and Benji's slow come off his line but amazingly even though we're sitting deep they've got in behind her because they've got a wee bit of pace something to read in a head anywhere in the team we've got nothing we've got nothing like that no pace no creativity uh, 
And again, I'm, I'm sounding fairly depressed right now. It's only the first game of the season. But if I'm judging it on what I've just watched like 30, 40 minutes ago, man, we're miles off it. If, if we play like that all season, Ron, we're in the shit. The game plan was very simple. clear for the start. It was to frustrate Aberdeen. But frustrate, there's only so long you can do that. Is. You know, See, I also think I, I also think you get you get teams that do that at the highest level. You get teams that set that set up that way. One of them, and to my mind, would be Atletico Madrid. Now, don't switch off, folks. I'm not comparing United to Atletico Madrid. I'm just saying that they play that, that similar system where they allow teams to hit them. And sorry, they allow teams to have the ball attack them, and then they hit them on the break. They hit them on the counter attack because they're so bloody good at the counter attack. We are not. So why are we setting up that way? It doesn't. I feel like sometimes we, we're the only team in the world that doesn't like attacking. Half our end back. We don't want to create nothing. We're hoping that the other team makes a mistake or something miraculous happens or Charlie Mulgrew scores a free kick for 45 yards. It's, it's no good enough run. And this has, been, this has been going on all last season. I mean, today it was very similar to Mickey Mellon's team's. If anything, we were a little bit more open. And that's probably why on another day, if that is a Mickey Mellon team, you might not lose, because Aberdeen were not great shakes. Uh, but we played slightly more open uh, without actually creating that much until the game, in my opinion, was out of sight. Uh, and it's it's quite disheartening as I sit here. And again, it's raw. It's not often that we, that we record anything like this close to the final whistle, but uh, it was just that was just garbage today. It really was. That's what three o'clock kickoffs on a Sunday will do to us. Um, it was really <laughs> limp, wasn't it? It was really first gear kind of stuff, and you know, rubbish. <laughs> it was rubbish. Honestly, I'm looking forward to hearing the manager's post match comments because although I have, I don't want to say it's the worst we've ever played. It's no like, but but we weren't good, and for that to be the first game of the season when. Abadi should be up for it. Abadi, it's the first game of the season. There's renewed hope. There's renewed optimism. Should I be champing at the bit to go for it? Shite. I didn't see any of that. No. And the same, the same when it, you know, we, we if we get the goal right before half time, it's a different team talk. But to come out and no get the next goal and let Aberdeen yeah. get the next goal obviously leads to, uh, to changes that are made. Um, but I mean, you can pick so many holes in the goal. You know, the guy's done Reynolds really well. It's a good cross, but there's no marking. Like, there's just no marking whatsoever. Reynolds, Reynolds can't get done like that, though, Ron. No. That's an 18 year old boy doing that to Reynolds. And if you're going to be Reynolds at the back, which, to be honest with you, I'm neither here nor there on, on that most of the time. But if that's somebody like a Kerr Smith or a Lewis Nielsen that gets done that way, and okay, you're still not happy about it, but at least you're like, right, okay, he's young. He's probably going to learn through that. Reynolds isn't he young. That, that shouldn't have been happening. That's, it was, to me, it was pathetic. Like, again, you're maybe cutting him a wee bit more slack than me. But I'd have had him off there and then. And he didn't last much longer. But as you say, even when the boys got the cross, the boy in the box got a free header. Yeah. It's, it was just absolutely mince. Absolute mince. And and it takes to be 2-0 down to, to change things, which we should have started in the 4-3-3 we ended with. We if you're gonna play if you're gonna play this 
two number 10s or whatever, because they're no wingers, you know, they're playing a slightly <laughs> inside, right? If you're going to play Paula and Clark there, um, and Nicky Clark is just so ineffective playing in that position. It's no his position. Paula, yeah. I thought he was busy enough, but there was the odd occasion. It's just, you see the difference when the boy Jet just bundles him off the bar uh, and stuff. The thing is, everybody bundles Paula off the uh, bar because he wants to be bundled off the ball. And you've, he, play, he plays to win fouls. He should have played. Listen, you, Mokray and, and uh, Chalmers should play in that position if that's the way you're going to play. Boys that'll be on the ball. Listen, Paula will get an out ball. He'll take a ball on. Mokray will get a very younger quicker edge to that but Clark, that's no Clark's game that's what I just didn't get put Logan on get, get something different right but Jean de Fuchs has to start I get it the day if he's not trained much he has to be in there because it shows again a difference but it's too late you can't have beat 2-0 doing and then he these nice wee buzz in the corner and we had a couple of balls in the box and obviously it doesn't meet in the and then you know <laughs> then Shanklin gets 10 off with 10 minutes to go now just before that I generally thought the ref was about to send him off because mm-hmm. he not only throws the boy out the way to get to the next boy, I thought he smashed him with his forearm. Then when I see him from the other angle, he, he probably didn't. But I just thought, what are you doing? Because he'd been booked for a he's, shite he's foul. He's frustrated, Ron. He's frustrated. Without he's a doubt. be this shite all last season. Without and at the very, the, doubt. the very first game of the next season, and I'm not even counting the League Cup games, the very first League game of the next season, it's back to the same... Let's let's not lose here the day, boys. He's got nothing. He got no service, nothing to work with. The nearest teammate was about 20, 25 years away from him most of the time. Yeah. That's no good to him. No, absolutely. Uh, there's obviously a lot of chat, and again, it showed the day of what we're missing. We are absolutely missing a midfielder that'll take the ball and move with the ball and take you mm-hmm. through. We, so... Missed. I think we used. I think Scott Allen was the example we used, and it's just one. Of, it's that type of player that needs to. How does nobody see that, Lord? And when I say nobody, I don't mean me and you or the punters that are on social media or the watch again. The people that make the decisions. How do they not see that? This isn't something that's happened this once. This has happened our last season and a wee bit of the season before. It, it, it's madness to me. It's absolute madness. I don't get it. I, I, I'm not sure what we're trying to do. The, the manager's come out and said that before the game, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, and he's very optimistic. I'll say that about him. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. We're starting to play the way that we want to be playing. Really? You want to be playing like that? Well, what's the aim? If you're going to be playing like that, the last manager got emptied because you played like that. Didn't play like that last season because you can what's going to happen. You can't. He just can't. Have. No, no fans in either. Like, it just... Listen, there's no doubt, hearing the fans today, G. Aberdeen up more. It's the same when United fans are in, you're hoping that. Mm-hmm. But, again, you've got Rangers next weekend. But if it dottles round to the end to the end of the month, and you've still not got a point on the board, that's already not a nice <laughs> next place to be. You know, yeah. at least see if we'd got beat the day 2 to hunt and would went hell for leather. This is a totally different conversation. But yet, yeah. there was one shot on target the day. Meek. It was meek. It was a comfortable 2-0 for Aberdeen. So if, you know, 
Uh, we're led to believe, you know, United, we've lost out two potential signings, one that could have went to play European football, one that apparently was a goalkeeper, so I drive a Carson come in, we've identified a, a winger that might come in, but right <laughs> now, we're not playing with wingers, we're playing with wingbacks. Yeah. But you yeah, move yeah, to the four three three that we finished the game with, I can see it. Why are we not playing Mulgrew and Edwards? Because they look pretty comfy in a two the day. As a, you know... Yeah. Is it stubbornness, like a lot of managers have got? It's not just a Tam Court straight. And the thing is, as well, right? You look at Liam Smith and Jamie Robson, they got forward an awful lot the day. And Buzz would maybe go in, or maybe you wouldn't get it. And you're thinking, right, okay, that's fine. But we've got an end product, and we've just not got it. You know, and it's just so frustrating that it's the first game yeah. of the season, and that's what we've been, that's what we've watched. We get forward. So slow though, Rondo. So oh, we're yeah. getting forward and we're maybe putting some some crosses into the box. But by the time we've done it, Aberdeen are back and they've got their bank of four and they've got their midfielder back. And it's, there was one near the end where Logan Chalmers, he, he had a run up the, the right-hand side, he bit somebody, cut inside, and he had one man in the box and there was about six Aberdeen shirts and okay, the, and like the, it got cut out. No wonder it got cut out. There was six on a one in the box it's got to be the most accurate pass in the history of what about to find the man? It's, it's, it's piss poor, right? It's, and I'm, again, I'm not getting overly depressed about it. It's one game and it could all change around. You never know. You never know in football. But if that, if that is the way that we are going to have to watch the team play this season, we're in the shite. There's absolutely... It's got to be obvious that we are at least three or four players short. Because mm. the thing is, I'm not going to dig at any of the young boys, right? At all. You can't, because they didn't get a game. No, I haven't even talked about that. I'm thinking, you look at the bench, the day, mm. right? Logan, you pick anyone, the two that are coming on, you're saying are Chalmers and Mulcrae going ahead. Fuchs, I think, starts if he's fully fit and whatever. But no striker. We've only got Shankland with Nicky Clark. We have no got another striker. Louis Apre's still out, but he's no an out and out. I think he'd be a good out and out, but he's still a young boy. Ken, yeah. let's go why let's go and get the arsehole, six foot four arsehole striker that I'll put himself a bit like a jet who the boy on Red TV said the day was outstanding. Now I didn't see him in the second half really, but he's the type of player that we could do with. Just he's very good at holding up. Oh, he's very strong. Exactly. He's, if he gets the ball into him, whether it be chest or feet, he, he doesn't often lose it. Mm. And he'll lay it off. Like he's, it's pretty unspectacular, the role that he performs, but we don't have anybody like that. No. No, and it's... I still think... I think we watched some a lot worse performances last year. But mm-hmm. to start the new season off... Yeah, resembling far too much of last season. Yeah, when everything's apparently changed. Yeah, no one's changed for what I watched there. Yeah. Can you even put a positive on it? Was it? I mean, one. The only thing for me is, I think we finished in a formation and a way of playing that we should be starting games. But I can't see Maybe. it next week against Rangers. I just can't see no, it. There's no chance. Then there will be a flat back eight next week. But look at but again, point. take you back to when they come to Tannadice. I know we got beat 2-1, but we played so much better that day. You know, Liam Smith's bombing up, gets the goal. I think the boy Tavenier scores a world day, didn't he? The free kick. I can't remember what the other goal was. 
But well, well Morelos should have been red carded in that game as well early doors because just for being a man with three haircuts on one head, uh, it's uh, it's it's typical. The mentality though it's similar to the Scotland national team next week, where nothing is expected, Rondo. Nothing. With the best will in the world, I can't see United getting anything for that game next week. However, because there's no expectation, stranger things have happened, and you never know. You just never know. I mean, listen with the Union report card. We must do better. We must do yeah, so much course. better. One only one game. One start that kind of I didn't realise um, is it's our we failed to win, failed to win on the opening day in the top flight since two thousand and fourteen. Which actually, when I put it into context, it's still mental because we were out that division for about four years, but. You've got to start well on the opening day. And like I'm saying, see if we got beat 2-0 the day. But we'd hit the post, we'd hit the bar, we'd had chances. You know, Joe Lewis has had a great game. Uh, they accept it. They uh, accept it. But none of that happened. Nah. Nah. And uh, Charlie Mulgrew can put a challenge in though. Quite like that. Um, he got the bar. He I mean, did get the bar. I thought it was a great challenge. Obviously, yeah. Like at first, I thought he'd absolutely scythe them. But he's, went, he's won the bar. He's won it very hard. But you mm. know what? It's not anything that that Scott Brown or that arsehole Lewis Ferguson done a day like they did it as well and sometimes it's it's fouls and sometimes it's no sometimes it's just because we've been softened to believe that any sort of hard challenge is a foul these days I, th- I thought it was fine for Chernobyl group yeah I thought like I say overall we're trying to be quite a stuffy hard to beat side today but we just started far too deep you know and you know t- I took, I took to go 1-0 down for a while I think oh, come on we maybe need to do something here we have a chance mm. right on half time we didn't take it they then go 2-0 up changes come a wee bit too late we then take a striker off with 10 minutes to go you know and that evidence it could be a long season unless of course there's a big change and we, there needs to be a couple of bodies coming in at least just to offer you something like I say and it's nothing against the young boys but when you look at the bench now it's doing to seven on the bench and there's only three subs you know you're looking for you're looking for a goalkeeper's there as a necessity you're probably needing a defender on there as a necessity you're then looking for five match winners game changers something mm-hmm. to add something a wee bit different you know and, and then we finished the game with no strikers and I think I kind of laughed at your point the other week uh, when you said we had a double, was it a double nine? D- or double, a double ten. ten. Played with a double ten. Right, double ten. Well, we finished the game with Mockery, Chalmers and Pollitt. So is that a triple ten that we finished? No, we played with a, a, that's a double ten a false nine. There's, <laughs> Rondo, me and you are going to fire you, you keep the shit up. It's true. A double ten and a false nine. Man, say play with a false, no, Liverpool play with a false nine. Um, no, I'm not having that. I'm you. So. But still. I'm not having it. There's a, players that can play it. there's a difference when Man City are putting Kevin De Bruyne as a false nine and we're playing Peter Paul. Exactly. I mean, there's a big they, difference. They can there. call that position whatever they want, he's <laughs> gonna do a job. But uh, <sighs> absolute knee edge today, knee edge, slow, tepid at the time, tepid mm. positives. It's only one game, put the, it's the first game of the season. There's 37 other games to go. <laughs> Uh, that's about it I didn't burn a bridey at half time <laughs> I didn't care if that'll be part of the, uh, the team talk this week though 
when he's trying to line up the positives. But it was it was piss poor. It was really really grim start to the season. Uh, I, and it's as you say, it's not even like oh well. Again, there was there was signs of optimism there. Nah. And then okay, I get even when we've changed the system and we've come in a wee bit more. These things tend to happen when the the team that you're playing are sitting comfortably in the match them itself because they're two nine up and they're they're cruising it because we've we've not even troubled them really. So okay, we did change it and look slightly better, but Christ Almighty, it's to say slightly better. It's it's, it's a relative term, really. Can I even push you for a man of the match? Uh, Jean Do Fuchs. And again, show the difference you can make. What, uh, right, why is he on the bench? Is he injured or is he no injured? What if he's injured? Then I have him on the bench. If he's no injured. He's one of the first names on the team sheet. I I cannot be some bloody sports science thing that I'll say, oh, well, he's only fit to, to run for 28 and a half minutes. <sighs> Is it fair <laughs> to say that what we saw today is it's nothing we didn't already know, given there's no been the big changes that we were hoping for, the, the creative style of play, it, it is still this, the same team. I, I, can't, I just, well, I just can't believe that's how we started and how we finished and how we finished the game, certainly formation-wise. Yeah, it possibly. Is, but, but last season, I was guilty of probably having more faith in the players than what I thought the manager at the time did. I thought that he had the players playing a way that didn't really suit them and was kind of shackling them a wee bit if they potentially could produce. So when the change happened in the summer and you're kind of told, well, it's a wee bit more progressive thinking or it's different thinking, whatever way you want to look at, uh, and we're going to be these highly rated youngsters. Now, I'm hoping they're highly rated, but I only ever hear that for the club themselves. And they're not going to say they're shite, are they? Uh, but they're bumming these, these youngsters up to then start the season after going through four games in, uh, in I was about to say pre-season it's no in, in the League Cup where you've gave them all minutes and whatever and probably a, the standout guys for that were a couple of the young boys certainly Kieran Freeman can feel hard done by today to, to not get a sniff of the match at all uh, and Flynn Duffy I mean I, d- I don't know I'm, I'm, Jamie Robson didn't play that bad the day I didn't think for Flynn Duffy to play well in pre-season and then no be anywhere for the for the team to start this season essentially <laughs> exactly the same as we finished last season after all these changes that have apparently happened it's, it just leaves me shaking my head and what needs to happen going into next week uh, just we need to reinvent the wheel I think when it comes to the way that we're doing things, or be braver, but it's no, it's it's no the game to be braver than I think. If you're brave against Rangers, you probably get an absolute reaming, I would imagine, uh, and and that's me saying that about my own team, and I, and about a team that I really can't stand as well, and, and the Rangers. But I, I don't think I don't think that that's the team. Uh, to be a wee bit more open against so if it is a flat back 10 next week and we sneak a point then 
I will stand up and applaud every last man off that park, but it's, I don't know, we'll probably get this kind of halfway house again where we've got Fev at the back, nothing up front, and midfielders chasing shadows up. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, it's a 12.30 kickoff on Saturday, and obviously the, the big thing of it is fans are back. Obviously this week there was uh, you were asked to email in, I think it was Thursday or whatever, get your bubbles, your support networks, your mates, your granny, whatever you could, and a bigger group to get, to get as many people in. You've obviously stuck your email in to, to get there. How do you think, I know you were at obviously one of the, the games with the 500 people there, but take away the, the game, the opposition, the, how, you know, after what you watched today, how, how are you going to feel going in there with maybe four and a half, five thousand other punters? I'm looking forward to it. I can't I deny that uh, because it's obviously a happy place. It's my team. It's my, my team's home ground. So I'm looking forward to all that. I'm looking forward to seeing them regardless of how fresh they played today. Uh, it's going to be a tough one though. It's really going to be a tough one. But to touch on the whole aspect of who's going to get in and where you're going to be seated, please keep patience for the ticket stuff this week, folks, because what a shit show that could be for them to hate organise that in about three days uh, uh, I wouldn't want that responsibility on my shoulders so like if, if you've got away an extra few days or you maybe get put somewhere that you didn't really want to sit just can we just bear with them and that's I've not had any message for anybody to say this this is just something that I observe because I've been in a shop and people have had a right go at them for whatever reason uh, rightly or wrongly, I don't think it's. I think I think a lot of times when people lash out at the people in the shop, it's because a lot else that's going on at the club, and they're maybe angry at a player or a manager or the chief exec. They're maybe angry at all these things, and bloody Per Moira behind the counter gets it in the, in the neck, both barrels. So this week's going to be a tough end for them. It's not an easy task, uh, but I'm just personally looking forward to getting back and yep. not booing. I also seen. Um Someone had, I think it might have been a fake. I think someone sent it to me actually. Is uh, somebody couldn't believe they want to get into sit in their own seat? Couldn't believe it. I'm like, I, I come tell on. You, tell you what would I tell you what would be a minor miracle run if anybody does get to sit in their own or seat, or even near it, even close, yeah. even within a, yeah. a you know, a, a I, reach. I don't care. Eh? I no. don't care. And I would like, I would like to believe in the majority of season ticket holders didn't really care where they're going to hit. And you were in. You were in what? I mean, the, you, you were in the really post sets for the cup game, weren't you? you were right up the back of the, the Eddie Thompson. I was in the back row of the uh, the, the padded sets. Yeah, that was great. But if, if they stuck me in the front row of the shed, right beside where the TV gantry thing is, I didn't care. I'll be in the ground. I'll be watching live football. I'll be watching my team. Mm. So it doesn't really matter. It's it's just a short term pain in the ass. But it's I mean it's a it's a bigger pain in the ass for the people that are in a sort of the suit rather than me just saying to sit in a different stand. And uh, Bridie's the day, was it? No, there was nothing the day. I was just because I kind of would have burned it because I was raging at half time. <laughs> so, uh, oh no, that's a lie, actually. That's some cheesecake. That's some mint arrow cheesecake. <laughs> you can't burn that, can you? No, you can't. You can't at can't. all. No, uh, taking, a look, taking a look at August then. Um, obviously, Rangers 12.30 kickoff on Saturday. Then the following week, I know we'll do a full preview of this next week, obviously, but we're away to air in the Premier Sports Cup, and uh, you made a very humorous comment in the group chat about your experience at Somerset Park. How many times have you seen United score a goal there? None. Literally none. 
I didn't even think in the warm up we'll put the target because I like to stand behind the goal so that I can maybe see who scored in there. I don't think we we'll, would we'll do. Yeah. Absolutely minging record in there. Is this also the place that we're dishing up hot dogs on burger rolls? Yes. That is. Uh, <laughs> Class. That's, that's on, or was it burger on hot dog? Or oh, it might have been, like, eh? Something like that. Is it was utterly mental. Yeah, so that's obviously the, the next round of the Premier Sports Cup. Then we're away to St. Johnson on the 22nd, uh, and then it'll be Hearts on the 28th. That is at Tanadice. So that's how August's looking. Uh, I mean, <laughs> tricky to say the least, for sure. Yeah, especially if you, if when you're thinking about it right now. You need a couple of days to kind of get over what we've just witnessed, which was below par uh, before you've got any sort of optimism about what's what's ahead for us. But uh, I still fancy what a bit here, even though I'm going to be there. May hit target of penalties, though. You hope. You hope you'll be there. I'll be there. I hate to put on a false beard and an Ayrshire accent. I'll be there. So, the Rangers up next, 12.30, kick-off at Tandice. And uh, I said it before, the, the game with the 500 fans. You know, for me, obviously, not being a, a seasoned holder and and being very lucky in getting in last season and, and seeing a lot of games, I generally kind of wait for 4,500 fans to be in there because it'll make such a difference, you know, just in general, to see people and hopefully make a bit of noise within reason and all that kind of stuff, but... Yeah, I generally kind of wait to, to see more fans as the weeks go on. and I just wish there was like a couple of home games back-to-back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah. it is what it is. But really, I'm really looking forward to it, for sure. For absolutely. Yeah, for we're sure. slowly, slowly getting back to normality. Yes, indeed. Indeed. So, the rumour mill. Lincoln City. £200,000 bid for Jamie Robson, apparently. But right on cue, Stephen Henry could be his replacement. Hang with me. He's now a free agent, which would be the perfect break, since most Arabs are touching cloth, as it's been more snookers than signings so far in the transfer market. But I'll throw a snooker right at you. It's a Dode Fox fact that the player actually hasn't heard anything for United. Yet. But his name has been linked as a replacement, possibly. Jamie Robson, 200,000. What do you think? Uh... Probably no bad price if, if you're getting that. Like, he, he was all right today. Uh, the boy could probably do with a fresh challenge, get away, maybe earn a wee bit of more dosh than he's currently earning as well. He's, he's got a kid now, young family. So if you let him go, you hit a, I wouldn't be overly comfortable with having just Sporla and, and Flynn Duffy to back him up. Sporla because I don't think he's much of a left back. And Flynn just because he's... He's not really proven. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no no really about it. He's not proven at this level yet. So uh, it would be <laughs> yet another in a long line of gambles uh, that the club seem to be taking this season if I were to do that. Yeah. And Stephen Henry started out at Hamilton, went to West Ham. Uh, moved about a little bit. He got injured during last season, but he finished the season at Morecambe. He is a Scotland under 21 and a nationalist 26 years old now. But his name did come out. I think it was yesterday or maybe the day before, but we'll see what happens. But like you say, £200,000, a lot of money, you know, for for us. for us. And, you know, Jamie maybe just needs that fresh start. But listen, we don't know about it. We don't know if it's confirmed on the bid or maybe they've just said they've got a bit of interest. Because we did mention that Oxford were looking to be in for them uh, a few weeks ago as well. So 
We shall see. We shall see. Uh, other news we were told, uh, I was told today, is Declan Glass has signed a new two-year contract through to 2023. Yeah, um, I heard that, but is that confirmed? Is, well, has the club put anything out? The club haven't put anything out, but... Um, I think he was at the... Was he not at the Fed AGM? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, he was there with the boss, Tony Oscar, and... Dave Bowman. Davey Bowman. That was in case I kicked off. Uh, I think That's so. That's how Bowman was there. Just, insurance just policy. Take names and kick asses, basically. Yeah. So I think uh, that's that's apparently what was said. So we'll uh, keep an eye on an announcement for that. But uh, he's a couple of months away, Declan, from playing again. But his contract was up at the end of the season, so it is just a year's extension. But uh, he might be that player. But we've said before, you know, there's a couple of managers that have kind of glossed over Declan a wee bit. But you saw him at Partick that one game and he was excellent. And so obviously, the week before at Queen of the South, he was good as well. Yeah. And then obviously, yeah, he went on loan. Would have been great experience, but then done his knee and missed the whole of last year. So uh, that is Declan Glass signing a new two year deal through until 2023. Another man has made it onto the loan report. And uh, I'm sure. Uh, you're going to enjoy telling us how his team's game went yesterday. Well, we'll start with the loan report and we'll start with Ross Graham at Dunfermline. Uh, so it wasn't the best to start the league season for Ross. He did start the match down at Capelo and played the full 90 minutes, but he was partially to blame for Morton's first. A short pass back from Ross allowed Morton's Ugwu, I'm sure that's how you pronounce his name, to get in and challenge Dennis for the ball. He got there first only for Paul Watson to get back and clear it off the line. Willie Collum was having none of it, however, and awarded the Greenock men a penalty, which was duly dispatched. Dunfermline did get over that early setback, though, and went 2-1 up in the 74th minute. Always looking well at that point, however, Morton would equalise in the 81st minute from a deflected cross. Great that Ross continues to learn his trade by getting plenty of games at a decent level, and uh, I'm happy that he's not making the mistakes for United yet, so if he could polish up on that, Come back again next season. Job's a good one. Kai Fotheringham at Wraith. In what was a fairly dull affair at Starbucks Park, Kai has started this one on the bench. He had to sit idly by as he watched his Rovers teammates sail into a resounding 4-0 lead by the 65th minute. Game over at that stage, surely. Hamilton did get a goal back a few minutes later, but still, 20 minutes to go, Ron. 4-1 down. It's done into the 73rd minute and Kai has come on for his debut what could possibly go wrong here well I'm not saying it was his fault or it was even anything to do with him but he's came on and Hamilton have then went on to score three goals in the last 12 minutes to somehow snatch a point from the jaws of defeat an unbelievable turnaround for them and hopefully Kai and his team fare a little better in the coming weeks what a result that was Rondo Unbelievable. Unbelievable stuff. The Academy. Uh, they played Rangers on Friday. The young lads got their season off to a flyer. The Rangers were welcomed to the high-performance centre over in St Andrews and then given short shrift. A double from Finn Malcolm gave the good guys a tidy lead at half-time. In truth, the lead could have been more, but the lads played very well in that first half. Into the second half now, and although the game was a little more even, the Rangers did claw one back. The bad guys then upped their intensity, but it was to be to no avail as, as in the 75th minute, Dominic Naglik extended United's lead again, and that is how the game finished. It was a fairly youthful team, uh, with five under-16 players all featuring in the scalping of the Blue Arse Cheek for Glasgow. 
the academy boys are away to Hibs for their next game. I believe that's next Friday. The women's team. So I know that the women's team played today in a friendly up at Montrose, uh, but I've no idea of the score. They also played last week in a friendly through in Edinburgh, I think. Uh, but again, they're not publishing the scores. However, they have added another player to their squad for next season. Lauren Perry has joined from Forfar Farmington, making that the third player that has come in from Forfar this summer. Lauren is a Northern Irish internationalist and she will go head-to-head with AJ Meach for the goalkeeping position. One fact that I have managed to gather about Lauren is that she scored a goal last season from a free kick. Maybe we have a female Hamish on our hands here, Rondo. On a more serious note, though, we'd like to wish Graham Hart, the caretaker manager, all the best after his surgery last week. Get well soon, buddy. Nice. Thanks for that. Uh, as it stands, the Dundee United Supporters Foundation has nearly 1,900 members. If you can afford it, you can join them now, help them reach the 2,000 milestone. Visit dusf.scot forward slash pledge. Uh, they stuck another newsletter out this week that had some quite nice figures in it as well. Uh, the United Foundation in numbers, there's six honorary members. They have 18... 189 uh, members it's four years old uh, they have given £2,100 to charity, they've given £9,200 to fans projects they've got over 7,000 followers on social media and they have given £220,000 to Dundee United, again if you can afford it, you can join them help them reach the 2,000 milestone dusf.scot forward slash pledge the United Futures Lottery jackpot's not been won this Friday. It is now £2,000 for the next draw. And the Elite 50-50 matchday draw returns next Saturday. You can sign up, get the details, unitedlottery.co.uk and remember, all the proceeds go to support our academy. Oh, yes. Games of Goals is back. Five points up for grabs. You just need to match the five players to either the amount of games they played or the goals they scored. For everyone you get correct, you get yourself a point. And the only resource allowed is the Arab Archive. So, it's currently sitting... Is it 6-3, six, 6-4, six, something like 6-5. 6-5, you're a good sell, Rondo. So, you're needing at least one right... To draw level two will get you ahead, and I feel I think you might get all five this week. I really do. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Hit me with the names. Your names this week. Pens at the ready. Notepads ready. Here we go. Ali Maxwell. Jaron Nixon. Mark Connolly. Mixu mm-hmm. Patalainen. Okay. And Siggy Johnson. Ooh, Siggy. Your numbers this week are 47, 51, mm-hmm. 55, 59, and 66. Oh, gee, peeps. Right, surely any of the numbers has got to be mixes of goals. That, that's the first thing that I'm that I'm thinking. It's got to be. Might be a good uh, hunch, that. Might be a good hunch. Alan Maxwell, the man with a collapsed lung or broken spleen or <laughs> and you whatever have, it was you that you had that. Day. buried him so many times on this podcast. Easy, well. peeps. Yeah. Unbelievable. So Ali Maxwell, Jerm Nixon, Mark Connolly, Mixie Patalainen, Siggy Johnson, 
47, 51, 55, 59, and 66. Right. Chair and Nixon. What a player. <laughs> you should have gave us the number 20 million. I would have got that straight That's away. That. I know, I know, I know. Maybe That's the transfer answer, fees sir. next. <laughs> right, wara, 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 wara. So you're thinking Mix uses goals right away. That's your thought. That's your it's, initial it's, thought. It's gotta be. Gotta be. Ollie Maxwell. He was there what twice he was. He was there when we went he was the keeper when we got relegated, did you know? Uh, or when we were in the champion the well, League One, whatever the hell it was called. I'll just give you while you while you think this over and if people do skip forward that's fine but just to let you know the United Women won 4-3 today nice one get in just seen on Twitter so there you go right next year I'm going to go there what about then Ali Maxwell and Connor right okay it's Montrose's Twitter that put that up so there you go Montrose was Sean Dillon playing but he might have been eh he might have been so Mixu's goals are uh, it's going to be crucial here, isn't it, Yell? Oh, there he goes. So Well he's out of the place. Right then. Right, okay. Ali I'm Maxwell. Ali, Mac- Ali Maxwell. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing he didn't score. So he's played fifty five games. Okay. Jaron Nixon certainly no scored at least forty seven, so I think he's played. 59 games Okay uh, Mark Connolly Current member of the squad Connolly I've got there is 60 Mixu 47 Siggy Now Siggy I'm, I'm certain about Well I think I'm certain about Siggy I think he played 51 times And the reason I think that Is because I looked at him For last season's game To make sure that he had played 50 So he was on my list so I'm going Mixu 47, Siggy 51. Okay, locking that in. Uh, Don't want to change any? You happy with that? Yeah. Maxwell and Nixon might be the wrong way, but we'll see. Right, now nah, go for that. Go with that. Ali Maxwell. Yeah. Scored none. Played 55. One. So I've equalised. There's the equaliser, Rondo. Jerry Nixon scored 10, <laughs> played 59. Lead. And I'm sure I've got Siggy, right? Mark Connolly scored once, played 66. Six, 66? 66, aye. I wrote down 60. Did I not hear you right? You didn't hear me right, but it's fine. I can't what you mean. It's only me a six in it, so you're fine. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. Um, Mixu Patalainen played 173 times. Yeah. He scored 47 goals. Oh. That's a full house, then. That's a full house. I tell you, Fev, it's not as hard as some people mark on. Siggy, 51. Siggy, 51. How many goals did he score? Two. One. One. <laughs> so he goes 10-6. Oh, one and I was there. 10-6. Uh, mock chopped. 
Ten six, I'll take that, Rondo. Yeah, there you I'll go. Nice one. Uh, so, Games of Goals will return next week. Uh, the Cult Hero Mug and Tea, which I said was on sale on the 1st of August. I clearly meant the 2nd of August. That'll be on sale tomorrow. You can also pre-order the uh, the black hoodie and t-shirt from tomorrow as well. It'll likely be about 10, 12 o'clock. They all goes live because there's wee gremlins in the online store system. But it's just set on itself doing a bit of maintenance overnight. So it'll be good to go tomorrow. Uh, Gregor Shamatolsky is our latest cult hero. You can see it online. It's there. It's coming soon, but we can't get it on sale yet to tomorrow. DodeFoxPodcast.com And thank you very much to everyone who continues to support the shop by buying a t-shirt, a mug. Uh, I think it's the odds snoodle left, but we do really, really appreciate it. Right, on this day, in association with the Arab Archive, preserving the history of Dundee United Football Club since 2006, 2nd of August is our focus today, one game, one signing, and one birthday to share with you. There is, of course, when we do this, more games, and usually in the summer there are bits and bobs to go with it, but we just focus on them. Uh, a certain game, depending on what it's like, so just in case Andy's calling us out. 2012, Europa League, third qualifying round, first leg at Tanadice as Dynamo Moscow twice fought back to register a draw as crowd trouble marred the early part of the match as rival supporters clashed. Um, United scored the opener against the run of play Willow Flood notched on 37 minutes however Igor Semshov headed the visitors level and claimed a crucial away goal Keith Watson got United back in front when he scrambled home United second 40 minutes from time falling blocked efforts from Daly and Gunning however Alexander's deflected shot looped over United keeper Radoslav Chesniak to level matters in injury time what's your memories of that game? Mackay uh, Stephen was brilliant that night uh, we also had different numbers and names on the back of our top for whatever reason, different font or something. Yeah. And it's, oh, are they useful information that I should have picked up at scale or wherever throughout life? And I remember nothing. And I, I go and remember something like that. Uh, Willow Flood, I'm sure somebody ran on the park when he scored. Somebody ran on the pitch. I've got a name in my head, but I didn't want to say it in case it either A, soothes or B, wraps my puss. So I'll text you the name of the person I think ran on the pitch after that to celebrate, no, to cause any bother, to celebrate with the players because there was a wee huddle or a wee pile on at the, the goal for Willow. But that was uh, that was a good night at Tanaday. So it was just a sickness right at the end though, wasn't it? Played really well and then got scudded in the, the away leg. Yeah, definitely did. Uh, our signing today is absolutely a cult hero. Moved to United, was a regular in the lineup for two years, went on to collect a runners-up medal in the League Cup final in March 2008. He was also a tenant of Lee Wilkes in Monty Feath and went on to make 56 appearances, scoring three goals on this day in 2006. We signed Christian Calvinus. Yeah, he's a hell of a player for us. And, he, and you know what? It still irks me. He shouldn't have been in the running for Cult Hero because he should have had a winner's medal in the League Cup when he was fouled for Carlos Quaylor and... That ref, Kenny McIntyre, or whatever the bloody Kenny Clark, didn't give a penalty. Yeah. Shite house. Yeah, definitely. Our birthday boy today. He was a player for sure. He only made seven appearances, though. His debut came in the same game that games or goals legend Danny Ogunmadi scored his only goal. Happy 53rd birthday today to Russell Latipe. Good player. He was 35 when he joined us. Yeah, good player. We, we obviously never got the best of him, but he, you could tell he was a good player. He was, he was one of these. He was one of these players that 
as long as they weren't playing against you, you liked watching them play because yeah. of the way, because of how comfy he was on the ball. And- it was it was almost effortless. And he was, was he not in the team at the same time as Charlie Miller? I'm sure he played a couple of games together. I'm sure they did. Yeah, because Daniel and Mary sure. might, oh, maybe. I'm sure maybe. they did. Maybe. Well, imagine having two players like that in your team just now. I mean, two, two lazy tens, so, is that? So, so, two tens, is that? Double ten. <laughs> Double ten, Jesus Christ. Did we invent that? Back in the day. <laughs> Double ten. Uh, 53 the day. Russell Lapis, there you go. Um, since obviously we're recording this about 50 minutes ago, so how are you, how are you feeling now? Are you calmed in or yeah? You still as arced? Uh, it feels good to have gone off my chest to you, but uh, thankfully you've no hit record, so maybe I'll ever hear my wee, my wee bitching session that I just done about 40 minutes ago. But uh, <laughs> nah, yeah, it's, it still stings, obviously, doesn't it? It's still, it still hurts a bit, but it's, it's, it's one game. Hopefully we can learn some sort of lesson. Certainly didn't write the season off after 90 minutes. Uh, but I stand by the fact and the words that I said were, if we're going to continue this way, then we're in a, a world of trouble. Yep, indeed it is. Um, you know, uh, one thing next week, you know, opposition apart, I'm really looking forward to seeing fans back in only the small matter of the champions to contend with. Uh, how do you think you'll go? Let's know on social media. We're at Dode Fox Podcast. Uh, the new merch goes on sale as you're listening to this on Monday, the 2nd of August. Thank you very much to everyone who has supported it. DodeFoxPodcast.com. Do have as best a week you can on the back of a new league campaign starting up. Hopefully we can finally get one or two in the door to help us out. Do stay safe. Don't forget to wash your hands and your arsehole. Thank you.